two, one. We're in. We're into episode 102. Can't believe it. I can't believe. I can't believe it because it's happening. But I am. Uh, you know, I didn't. I didn't even think I would be doing 100 episodes. <coughs> Excuse me. I thought this was going to be like a couple weeks of a podcast that I would start um, at the beginning of the pandy, which is when it when it came out. And look at this. Look at this, dude. Two years later. Two, coming up on almost exactly two years later. I wonder if anybody has been listening since episode one. If there's anybody that's listened to every single episode, I wish there was a way to prove that. I mean, I guess I'll just believe you. What? Why would, why would I not believe you? It's such a weird thing to lie about. Um, but, uh, yo, if you've been here for a while, I love you. If you're new, still love you. Appreciate you guys vibing. This is pretty cool. Um, maybe I'll do a special like two-year anniversary episode in mid-March. But for now, let the ads begin. Don't skip the ads, dude. Don't do it. Actually, hang on. Before the ads, before the ads, I got shows coming up. Um, when? Oh, well, the shows, the next couple shows I do aren't going to be for a while. Uh, May 11th in Nashville, Tennessee. May 12th in, in Huntsville, Alabama. I'm shooting a ton of things in between those days, so I can't really travel too much. But uh, May 11th and 12th, setting up a bigger tour for the summer. Um, hoping to stop through Chicago, uh, Florida, New York, now that all the mandates are, are lifting and going bye-bye. Um, and where else? Where else am I trying to go? Seattle for sure is on there. Dallas. I missed Dallas on my Texas run last time, so I will do Dallas. I'll probably pop into Austin for a short set, like a 10 or 15-minute spot on a show because uh, I just headlined there recently. Um, where else, man? Wisconsin probably to go get some more cheese curds. Uh, would love to do New Orleans, would love to do Phoenix again, would love to do Denver. Oh my God. I've been trying to get to Denver for the longest time. Um, yeah. If you guys live in a city that has a comedy club near it, hit them up. Say we want Brent Pella. That's how it works, dude. That's how it works. You want me to come to your city? You tell the club club talks to me. I say yes. And then we come and we party and it's going to be a good time. Okay. Ads don't skip them. Cause we got some cool ones here. Masszymes is the first one. Y'all know about Masszymes. Um, they really do uh, help me, and I think they'll help you. Okay, and I love this company. They're my favorite supplement company, Bioptimizers. You can go to masszymes.com/brent. M-a-s-s-z-y-m-e-s.com/brent. Get yourself some digestive enzymes. Uh, these are the adult version of Tums. You know, it, it it just helps you break down the food that you're eating, so that you don't end up getting indigestion. And all kinds of nasty constipation, bad stuff, and heartburn and whatnot. I see a positive effect when I take three of these about an hour before a big meal or right after a meal. If I just uh, if I forgot to take it before, um, and they're not big capsules; they're normal. They're what size are these? These are like yeah, they're normal. So you can take three super easy. Um, the serving size is three, so there you go. Uh, it's got a great enzyme formula that helps you break down fat, starches, and proteins. Masszymes.com/slash/brent and Cat, cat just, y'all heard me talk about these guys in the last last week's episode. This is a candy company. All right, here's the deal, dude. I love this candy. I don't know why I love it so much because I'm a I'm a massive uh, I have a massive sweet tooth, but I really hate buying store brand candy like Sour Patch stuff. Sour Patch Kids are delicious. Don't get me wrong, but anything that's mass produced on a huge scale it has bad shit in it because they're using the cheapest quality ingredient, cheapest possible ingredients and the lowest quality ingredients. But this one, Katyus, Katyus, still can't pronounce it. Never going to be able to. K-A-T-J-E-S. Uh, they're plant-based gummies. 
They have these sour gummy ones with no animal gelatin. It's plant-based. There's no palm oil. There's also no high fructose corn syrup. Okay. As a matter of fact, I don't see corn syrup in the ingredients at all. All right. They use vegetable juices for the color um, and spirulina extract for color as opposed to some nasty other animal-based um, color derivatives, additives, whatever, dude. Go try it. They're delicious. Try these candy for two reasons. K-A-T-J-E-S. A, because they're awesome and delicious and they have a fucking unicorn on them and I love them. And B, because they will send me more. I don't get paid for this ad. This I didn't ask them for any money. I asked them for sour candy. It says, send me some candy and I will promote your show. I'm going to promote your stuff no matter what, because I love you guys, but also I would love some candy. So y'all go get some catches. Y'all DM them and say, Hey, Brent sent me. You should, I love your candy. And then you eat the candy. You have fun. You have a better life. That's it. Done with the ads. All right, here we go. Diving straight in, dude. Um, you know, uh, every like couple months, I feel like I do the same type of rant about how frustrated I am with the internet. And, um, you know, this isn't, this podcast isn't really, doesn't really have a theme to it. So I guess it's just about whatever the fuck I want to talk about, you know? And then y'all come and kind of kick it with me and we hang. And, um, you know, it's just a, a never-ending frustration of, of creating a career that is founded on the internet, you know? And I can't, I'm excited for the day where I no longer have to rely on internet-based content to hold the foundation of my career and what I want to do. I would love to move away from the internet. I'm not trying to be an internet comedian for, I never wanted to be an internet comedian. I don't want to be known for YouTube videos for my entire life. I just, that's just not me. It's other people and that's awesome. And I support that for them. It's not me. Okay. But for now, doing these videos is such a fun way to connect with people, share ideas, thoughts, perspectives, and just be silly and creative. And for those reasons, I do enjoy it, but it does go in waves. It's a huge high when a video pops. It's a huge low when a video tanks. It's a huge high seeing comments and reactions. It's a huge low when you put in a bunch of money and it doesn't do anything near what you think it should do. An example of that, of that is the Euphoria video that just came out last week. One of my favorites of all time. Top five favorite video for me personally that I've made if I can stroke my own ego for a quick second. Um, but you know, I, I realized that my audience or a, a majority of my audience came to me from my political themed videos and that demographic of people probably does not watch the TV show Euphoria, which is an incredible show, incredibly well-crafted um, drama about high school students going through a bunch of shit, you know, and it's really fun and easy to make fun of because the shit that those kids go through on that show is crazy, but very realistic and it's very well done. It's well shot. It's well written. It's extremely well acted by everybody in it. I have nothing but love for that show, but the people that followed me, from videos with JP or my Gavin Newsom impressions, Joe Rogan impressions, um, political like man on the street talking to another guy character videos. Those people don't watch Euphoria. So I do though. Um, so when I put out that video, I knew that there was a chance that people wouldn't really get it. And I saw a couple comments that were very clearly people that were not the target demo for the Euphoria video. Because these were folks that were saying like, oh, this is what every far left class is going to look like. 
or like, this is how Democrats want their students taught. Like, no, that's not, shut the fuck up, dude. That, you know, shut up. That's so dumb. You're being dumb with that. You're probably a smart person, but that's a dumb comment because this video is a parody of a TV show that's breaking down what it's like to be an addict at its heart and all the relationships around that person. Um, it is not political in any way, shape or form, and neither is what I put out. But a lot of people I think are just constantly seeking a way for their own political ideologies to shine through and be spoken for so that they can connect with this, with something that allows, and that comes from, you know, the mainstream media probably knocking down people on the right so much that they feel like they don't, they aren't represented. I'm not fucking representing you either, especially not in this euphoria video. Maybe some of my videos represent you. Like I don't believe in mandates at all. Right. Uh, I think that's bullshit. I think COVID, um, there's a lot of dumb going on around COVID. Okay. Uh, Gavin Newsom, not a fan, not a fan at all. Okay. Think he should have been wiped out of that little recall election that we had. Don't like him one single little bit. Right. But, uh, some videos are just for fun, dude. Okay. Folks, some videos are just for fun. Anyways, that video, you know, was super fun and I love it so much and I'm going to keep pumping out reels and I even made a sequel and that'll come out probably in a week or so because we shot so much. But it's like a thing like that, you know, if the Euphoria audience caught on, that's the type of thing that gets 10 million views in a week just from the Euphoria audience alone. Um, but how to get it in front of them? I don't know. I just, I'm just going to put it out, dude. What am I supposed to do? Put another $1,000 into it to promote it? That promoting shit never gets it viral. That just forces people to watch it. It needs to be organic, right? So these are the nightmare things that I have to deal with as somebody who works primarily on the internet. And it's a nightmare. It sucks. It's the stupidest fucking thing to worry about. I I laugh at my own self for the anxiety that I feel when a video doesn't do well. And then I laugh at myself and I'm like, dude, this is what's going to give you anxiety today. This is This is it. This is the thing that you're going to choose to be worried about and stressed about. And in a way, yeah, I kind of have to be stressed because this is business. This is work. This is my living. Um, but on the other hand, you know, there's a big part of me that kind of just takes it in stride and continues to flow and continues to flow because that's all we can do is do our best at whatever the task or job or project is that we are completing. And regardless of the outcome, as long as you put in as much energy, positive energy, and effort that you could, you can be happy about it, even if it doesn't meet your expectations in its reception. So that's where I stand on all that shit. Um, you know, it's just frustrating seeing stuff not grow, uh, especially with what I think is the um, level of quality that a lot of my stuff has had. And that's just where it is though. So, you know, I'm going to shut the fuck up now because I just got to take it and move the fuck on, you know, and maybe I should do more um, montage one-liner videos where every other line of dialogue rhymes because apparently that can get you millions of followers, you know, uh, much faster than a high-quality, high-concept piece of well-produced video content. And that's just what the internet is, though, you know? That's what the internet is. So if you are good at the former, then you have a talent that I do not have. I am good at the latter of those two examples. And that's just what it is, dude. So either that or I'm being shadow banned, but I don't know if that, I don't know, maybe I've gotten messages over, over the years that people can't find certain videos, but whatever. I don't give a fuck. I'm, I'm over it, dude. That's a fun little rant. Um, you know, sometimes we do therapy here.
Y'all ready for World War III? What's up, bro? Y'all ready for this? CNN is ready. You know why CNN is ready? CNN is CNN is ready for World War III. Did you see that clip a, a few days ago? With uh, they were they were showing it was like this panning shot. The camera was looking out over a city that had just been completely blown to shit, and there was no music or anything. It was just the sound of the siren wailing in the background. And then after about ten seconds, it's a harsh cut to an Applebee's commercial with that that country song, a little bit of chicken fried, nah, nah, on a Saturday night. That shit started playing right after that. How, does anybody watch CNN seriously? Even left-leaning people. Do, do y'all watch CNN? Comment below. I don't care what your politics are. Mine are, I hate everybody, okay? So we can still get along. But if you're a left-leaning person, do you still watch CNN and get your news from there? Is that, do you get your news from CNN, dude? Here's my impression of CNN. This is what CNN is like these days. <clears throat> and now we cut to a wide shot of uh, the Ukraine just smoking and you hear the sound of the warning siren in the background as a young woman hobbles on one leg while carrying her baby that uh, is bundled up in bloody rags in her arms as Russia continues to invade the Ukraine. We'll be right back. Y'all had the new McRib. It's McDelicious. McDonald's. Welcome back to CNN. We hope that brief commercial interlude made you happy so that we can bring you down once more and make you scared. Here at CNN, we don't like it when you're happy. But we realize that in order for you to keep being scared, we need to give you moments of happiness. So before we cut back to a live shot of multiple people being bombed to bits, here's a word from the new... <laughs> from... <laughs> Here's a word from the new Jack Harlow meal at KFC. Yo, what's up, y'all? It's Jack Harlow, and I fucks with KFC. This is my shit right here. This shit is so bomb, it makes Russia's look like nothing. Welcome back to CNN. Dude, CNN is absolute trash. But the thing is, all of all of them are trash. All CNN, Fox, OAN, MSNBC, every large news network has an agenda. Uh, it, all, all of them, all of them do. And so the constant question is like, well, where do you get your news from? None of the places I just mentioned. Maybe you read a headline and then you go find an outlet that's actually talking about it without bias, right? It's tough to do, but what are those folks? The Hill or Crystal and Sager, what are they? Uh, Crystal Ball and Sagar and Jetty. That was the names, right? What are they doing? Um, what's their shit called? Damn it. Breaking points. That's what it is. So here's what I do. And y'all, you guys figure out your own way of digesting news. This is what I do. And I'm still working on it. There's, I'm not saying what I do is best because I pro there's probably holes in what I do that other people could point out, right? That I don't really know about yet. But here is what I do. 
I watch clips from breaking points. I don't have the time or capacity to sit down and watch a 30 minute news sec- segment or an hour long news show. My brain will fucking melt. So I check out the clips of breaking points on different platforms. Um, that's crystal ball and Sagar and Jetty. Uh, I also cruise over to BBC, although BBC is part of the group I mentioned before. I do enjoy reading news from the BBC point of view because it's outside of the U S but I still don't only go to the BBC. You know, some people only watch CNN and that's it. It's like CNN and MSNBC and Huffington post. Those that's what, where some people get all of their news. It's fucking crazy. At the same time, other people get all of their news from OAN and Fox just as fucking crazy, dude. That's just as crazy. Because you're stuck in a cave. is that echo chamber shit. You're stuck there. So here's what I do. I go to Crystal Ball. I, I, look at the, I watch all that stuff. I go to BBC. I look at that. I'm on Twitter a lot. So just to look at the what's trending. Even though we all know how they manipulate what's trending and everything. So that you only see what they think you'll be interested in. Um, so just be conscious of that. right? And then on Instagram, there's this awesome account uh, called Unwoke narrative it's at unwoke narrative un woke narrative um i'm not a huge fan of the title because anytime you say unwoke a lot of people will just immediately put you in this box of being like right wing or like far right like ooh, you're anti-woke what are you a racist um even though that's not true obviously but it's just the branding now uh but whatever fuck that shit keep unwoke who cares the but what they talk about is great because they actually filter and distill down information into bite-sized pieces that are easy to read and that don't generalize for the most part. It's still, it's quick hit news. So you go through, there's like four or five slides. Sometimes there's graphs, there's quotes, there's um, like kind of a thesis statement for each. And it's a great way to absorb information. It obviously doesn't paint the full picture, but the more of these things you can have, the more of a picture gets painted. I also, as we all know, am a fan of Joe Rogan, especially his guests. I listen to his podcast for the guests. Joe's takes are cool. Joe seems like a great guy. I got no issue with Joe. Uh, I would love some elk meat, Joe. Uh, if, if anybody, if any of your friends are watching this, let Joe know. I fuck with bison. I would love some elk, okay? But the people that Joe has on his show... Um, are also great. So he's had Crystal Ball and Sagar and he gets a couple other people that are experts in different things. I'm halfway through listening to one about um, climate change from this guy who is a, don't get it wrong. It is, he's a physicist maybe. I'm going to look it up right now. So like he's got a great take. Oh, the Dave Smith episode. Dave is our favorite libertarian comedian. Um I'm looking up this Joe one. Andrew Dessler, a climate scientist and professor of atmospheric sciences at Texas A&M University. So listening to stuff like that, comparing it with all these other sources that I mentioned, um, you know, I'm just trying to do my best. And that's the thing that like none of these places are going to show a clip of Ukraine with a warning siren and then cut immediately to an Applebee's commercial. Independent journalists will never show a clip of a city under attack immediately followed by a fucking Applebee's commercial. You know why? That's because most independent journalists care about what they do. CNN doesn't give a fuck, dude. 
CNN doesn't care about you. They don't care. They just don't. I'm generalizing now. I get it. I know I'm generalizing. All right. But they, for, the, for the most part, it seems like CNN just truly does not give a shit about anything except for being the first place people go to get their news. And how are they going to do that? They're going to lead with the most terrifying shit so that more people watch. And then they're going to upcharge the ad price on different segments of their show at different times of day and night. And thus, the rotating fucking wheel of capitalistic journalism continues to roll. And that's just what it is. That's just what it is. So if the only place you get your news is CNN, hey, you're dumber than you could be, and I hope you get smarter, all right? You're objectively dumber than you could be. If if, the, if you're only getting news from one side of the political aisle, if you only get your news from OAN and Fox, or you only get your news from CNN and uh, uh, CNN, Huffington Post, and MSNBC, if you're either one of those people, hey, you're dumber than you should be. And you're dumber than you could be. You could be much smarter. I could be much smarter. I might have holes in what, do I, what I do, but I'm still trying to figure it out. So just conscious, be conscious of what you're, how you're consuming news. Because these motherfuckers don't give a shit about you. They don't give a fuck about you. CNN does not care. They only care about the bag, dude. That's it. That's it. That's the rant. Are we going to war? What's happening here? I, le- I, I saw World War III was trending on Twitter, which is hilarious. It's a hilarious place to learn about anything is Twitter because um, there will be like a news clip or like a news tweet <clears throat> from a reporter, right? Hang on one second. Coffee. There will be like a news uh, tweet and then it spawns this thread of reply, like hundreds of replies and scrolling through the replies, you see some really funny stuff because you get like little like political battles between people who don't know each other just going like back and forth and, and then like random other, other things mixed in. So <laughs> like I'll read I'll read a, tw- a Twitter thread about World War Three, and it'll be like the news tweet. Da, 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 da. And then underneath it's like, yeah, well, maybe if like right wingers could get up off their asses and like actually do what they say they do, which is care for this country. They would want to do something different. Da, 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 da. Then somebody right after that will be like, oh, it sounds like a real like tough thing coming from a leftist commie. Da, 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 da. And then under that, it's like, yeah, da, 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 you just got ratioed. And then under that, it's like, oh, here, here's this L. You dropped this L. And then under that, it's like, I'll put a finger in my butt for $5. Subscribe to my OnlyFans. And then under that, it's like, here's the top 10 things Vladimir Putin might do if the US. Da, 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 da. And then under that, it's like, hey, uh, if anybody wants to check out some really cool, like graphic art, I'll make you a custom cartoon. Um, just shoot me an email on Fiverr and check out my profile. <laughs> and then under that, it's like, Hey, I'll put two fingers on uh, my butt for $10 if you want to see. And by the end of that, after that, and after $45 later, I know a little bit about what's happening. So I don't know. I think we need celebrities to speak out. I think now is the time. Now is the time for celebrities to make a black and white video speaking out against war. I think that's the that might be the only thing that could save us. The only way to avoid World War Three is if seven to nine A to D list celebrities can shoot a little selfie video in black and white and tell us to all come together. All right, Gal Gadot, Sean Penn, 
Okay. Uh, we'll have um, Naomi Watts, Charlize Theron can jump in there too. All right. Jake Gyllenhaal. I love Jake Gyllenhaal. He can jump in there too. Okay. Who else? Who else can go in there? Uh, Michael Shannon, maybe. Get some Michael Shannon vibes in there, you know? And uh, Paul Rudd to cap it all off. If there's anybody that could help us avoid World War III, it's Paul Rudd. One 30-second black and white video of Paul Rudd saying, hey, let's not go to war. Just put on a mask and stay inside. That could save everything. Now's the time, celebrities. It's time for the celebrities to step up, man. It's time for the celebrities to step up. It's time for all celebrities everywhere to use their platforms and tell us to avoid World War III and buy their celebrity tequila. That's what we need. That's what we need. How else? How else can we avoid World War III? Jake Paul could fight Vladimir Putin. That'd be a boxing exhibition, expedition, exorcism. That would be dope. Celebrities put a black and white video. Maybe we just say please. Maybe we just say please. It's not even, I don't know, anywhere near enough to be talking about this or sharing an opinion. But if I did, I would maybe say that maybe it's not our war. Right? There's so much to deal with here. What? But I don't know. As of today, which is actually Thursday, February 24th, that I'm recording this. So between today and Monday when it comes out, other shit might have happened that I didn't get the chance to comment on. Because I'm going to South Carolina this weekend. But I will have already been there by the time you hear this. So I didn't promote it at the beginning. But um, it just seems like, you know, we shouldn't be going to war. Huh? I don't know. I guess we're not yet as of today, but it sure doesn't look good. Um, I've been watching Doomsday Preppers, dude. Hey, if you guys... (laughs) I was watching Doomsday Preppers anyways because I've been watching a lot of videos on YouTube about uh, asteroid impacts and how, like, unbelievably likely it is that we get hit by a significantly sized asteroid at any minute. And... Uh, you know, I'm in LA, so chances are not good for your boy, but think about buying a little doomsday kit. Do you guys have one of those? Do you guys have doomsday kits? Is that something people should have? I feel like it is like a survival kit. People might think you're crazy, but just having like a three day kit on hand is probably smart, right? Like water, food, um, I don't think you like a generator, I guess. If shit really went south, I don't know what I'd do then. Because in LA, you can't really make it out of here. You're, you, you've chosen your spot to die. That's it. You're in LA, you're fucked. LA and New York is like, okay, what are we going to do? What are we going to do here? Go to, you know, Melrose Avenue? There's no underground in LA. I don't know what people will do, bro. I do not know. I don't know. Um, what else do we got, dude? What else is going on? It's a bunch of weird shit going on, dude. I miss the summer of 2016. Y'all remember the summer of 2016, back when nothing really mattered? 2016 was like, 2016 was a presidential race. The summer, I'm talking specifically the summer when everybody thought Trump was a joke and was like taking him lightly and, and thinking he was like a funny guy. He was on, he was hosted SNL that night. Um, You know, Hillary was like, people hated her and a lot of people didn't really know why. And, uh, you know, it was just fun. It was fun. There was no, 
there was no foul. No one knew who Fauci was. No one knew who Fauci was. No one knew who any of these people were. Um, and it was just a better time. I want that. I want those vibes. I want summer 2016 vibes. Or I want summer 2007 vibes. Summer 2007 vibes. Big vibes. That was around the time of Drake's first mixtape. That was some 41, Lincoln Park. Um, both were in my top 10. What else? Uh, that's when, uh, you know, you, you made out with a couple people in high school and it was like fun. And now you make out with somebody and you might die of the 17th variant that they've created. That's what I want, dude. I want some summer 2007 vibes. All right, we're going to cut it. I love you guys very much. Um, we're done here, but life goes on, baby. Life goes on. We got to go with the flow. We got to keep continue to flow. Continue to flow. Masszymes.com slash Brent. Get yourself some digestive enzymes to help your system. Cat G's. Cat just, cat just, K-A-T-J-E-S. Look them up on Instagram. Uh, there's a USA account. And um, hit them up. Tell them I sent you. And uh, get some. Try some. They're delicious. And they're very, very good. I love them very much. I love you very much. Okay? Thank you so much for being chill and being a high vibe hangout friend. Okay? On this chill fun vibe time. This is chill fun vibe time on a Monday. And I appreciate you guys more than you know. All right? All 19 and a half of you, I appreciate you guys more than I could say in words. I truly do. So thank you. Go tell someone you love them and drink some water because you're probably dehydrated. All right? See you guys. Have a good week. Bye-bye. <laughs>